Hello, everyone, and welcome to All Shall Be Well. I'm Anne Boyd, host of All Shall Be Well, a podcast by InterVarsity's Women in the Academy and Professions. I'm a new host around here, and as we transition into our upcoming season, I have been combing through the archives and reviewing some of my favorite moments from the past few years. This summer, we are showcasing a few of those archived episodes here, and I'm really excited to share them with you. So today, I'd like to highlight a piece that is a little different from other conversations in our archives. It's a short spiritual meditation, about 12 minutes long, given by Sarah Akutagawa during a webinar last summer on the topic of starting grad school in a pandemic. Sarah offers these beautiful pastoral words about the hidden work of God that is taking place in our lives without our doing anything, just as yeast works through dough. And it's just a wonderful message of truth, and I think you'll like hearing it again. Before we get into Sarah's talk, let me just give you a few more details. Sarah serves as InterVarsity's National Director of Diversity, in addition to being a part-time graduate student at Fuller Seminary. The webinar was hosted by InterVarsity's Graduate and Faculty Ministry on August 4th, 2020, and this episode originally aired here on September 14th, 2020. So let's dive right in and listen. We are so glad you're here with us. We've gathered for InterVarsity's Grad and Faculty Ministries Anxiety and, and Aspiration. And what this time is, is for all of us to come together, it is a time and a space that is set apart for us to explore this unique reality of grad student life during a pandemic. And I just wanted to start by saying that I'm so glad that you are here. Probably for some of you as you're coming in, there's a lot of excitement about grad school and what uh, you will be doing over the next couple of years. Maybe even with the conditions that we're all living in, there's still a sense of eagerness that you hold. But I'm also sure that there's some people who are also feeling disoriented and tired. And so I just want to kind of say that as you're coming in, whether you're on kind of more of the eager side or the tired side or somewhere in between, or somehow you are both at the same time, you are welcome to be here just as you are. I just want to say a little bit about who I am, if you don't know. My name is Sarah Akutagawa. I work for InterVarsity. I'm the National Director of Diversity. I'm a part-time grad student at Fuller Seminary, but the way that I kind of most intensely experience graduate student life is as a PhD wife. So my uh, husband is a PhD student at UC Santa Cruz studying bioinformatics. And I just wanna say right off the bat that watching my husband endure these past five years, watching him struggle and grow as a person, a scientist and a student has been such an honor. And I just wanted to say to each of you, as you are starting your own grad school journey or in the midst of it, that I just feel so much affection and gratitude for each of you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making the time to be here with us. We really hope that it can be a time where we can hold kind of the distinctness of this global moment as it's intersecting with your life and the transitions that you're about to take. So when we think about anxiety, and we think about aspiration, our hope in this time is to be able to hold these two realities together. There's a lot of things that people are feeling anxious about. There's a lot of loss in this moment. And I think it's hard to even measure kind of what the pandemic is taking from each of us individually, from our families, nationally. And even as you think about the career that's ahead of you, 
it's really hard to calculate exactly what it is that is going to be experienced and the things that will be lost. And I think there's a lot of anxiety around that. That's normal and that's okay. For a lot of people, there's the sense of community and what that's going to be like in so many dreams that I think a lot of us carry with each new season, the people who will surround us and walk with us. I know that that's another huge source of anxiety and concern. I also know that right now in this pandemic, there's a lot of insecurity and questions about financial stability, either getting through grad school or what the world will be like afterwards. And so one of the things that I wanted to leave us with was a little bit of an image that hopefully will be enough of a reminder to us that hopefully can also be something to sustain you and to encourage you as you go into grad school. I was thinking about what is the most like common object that will forever become representative of this pandemic. And I immediately thought of a loaf of sourdough bread. And I immediately thought about that surge of popularity in bread making that took place. Do you remember that? Remember in March? Do you remember that month? back when everybody really cared about making bread. And it made me think about the parable that Jesus tells in Matthew 13, where he says, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with or hid in three measures of flour until it was all leavened. I'll read it again. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with or hid in three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. And one of the reasons why this feels very appropriate for approaching grad school is because there's something about the hiddenness and almost invisibility of yeast that I think uh, feels very resonant with what grad school can sometimes feel like. There's a lot of hiddenness. There's a lot of things that people just don't see. The entirety of what grad school can demand of you or cost you is going to be really hard to measure, especially in the pandemic that we're in right now. I know that I've seen from my husband nights where he's like, agonizing over one question and he asks like, is there anybody else in the world who cares about this as much as I do right now? And I've seen the decisions that he's had to make, the research he's gonna do, the lab he'll join, the papers he needs to write, the classes he'll teach. And as you come into all of these places to make these decisions, they are extremely significant. And yet for a lot of them, they will feel like these hidden moments in this career trajectory that you have that maybe not a lot of people will be able to see fully. And I think I just wanted to say that much of what grad school brings up for people isn't going to be marked on your resume. That a lot of the things, the struggles and the challenges, a lot of them are kind of what we're working out in ourselves and in our faith and in our community, our sense of identity and our sense of calling. And all those things really are kind of the hidden work that comes with this next stage that you're going into. And so when you begin to feel like there, you know, is this, is this work worth it? I am working out this thing that feels so hidden and so invisible. I think one thing that I wanted to make sure that all of you remembered is that first, you're not alone. It is not hidden to God. He knows you and he cares very deeply for you. But I also want you to know that this actually is what the kingdom of God is also like. It is fundamentally like this and that it is something alive and active and it is being worked out through and through. And so my prayer for you is that this grad school journey would illuminate how your dedication and your faithfulness in academia brings about the kingdom of God, and that these things wouldn't feel like they are against each other or at the exclusion of each other, but that as you are working out these hidden things, that you are also bringing about fruition and the glory of God into all the places that you're going. The other thing that really makes me feel like this particular parable relates to grad school is because of how hard it is to knead this much dough. So three measures of flour is enough for like 40 to 60 loaves of bread. 
And I don't know if any of us live in a place with enough counter space for that kind of work. I never tried bread making, my husband did. And I, I was thinking about how much kneading and punching and rolling it required. And I think about this image that Jesus gives us of a woman who I imagine is sweating and is committed to this craft of just punching and kneading and rolling and getting it to the place where it is being worked out, the yeast is being worked out through and through. But I've also seen what this kind of kneading looks like in my husband in grad school and what this toil, this repetitive work can be like. And I've seen it because of how many more white hairs he has on his head than he did five years ago. And so I wanna acknowledge that grad school is so much work and there will be so many seasons that will feel repetitive and exhausting and like emptying out yourself. And it is true that there will probably be no shortcuts for the work that is ahead of you. But I think one thing that's assumed in this parable, along with the kneading, is that kneading also comes with times that require rest. And I know that in grad school, especially with campuses being closed, it will feel like every hour of your life that isn't spent towards research or towards writing is an hour wasted. And it will always feel like you should be giving more. That is something that I've heard from my husband and from all of his colleagues, that they never feel like they are giving enough. But my prayer is that as you reflect on what this parable offers you that it would also be an invitation to need, to work hard, to punch and toil, but that it would also be an invitation to rest. Because if the kingdom of God is like yeast that gets worked through the whole dough, then it is activated by kneading, but it rises by resting. And I think it is entirely possible to overwork bread because I ate it and it was very dense and we didn't do it again. It was a, it was a fail. And my husband's normally very good at cooking, but that bread was very hard. So I do know it is very possible to overwork your dough. And I also think that it is very possible to overwork your body. It is very possible to get to the point of breaking. And so my prayer for you would be that you would also rest, that you would honor that life that is within you and that you would sleep and that you would exercise, that you would eat well, that you would read for fun, that you would get a chance to dance that you would be able to do things that also bring life and rest and rising into you and your community. So as we go from here, thoughts about what it might look like to flourish in grad school in this season at this crucial intersection that all of you are experiencing in terms of anxiety and aspiration. I think what my prayer for you is that in the midst of all the invisibility and toil that grad school inevitably will bring, I really hope that you see and experience the kingdom of God too that you experience it rising in you and every place on campus that you'll impact. I hope that you experience genuine and joyful community, both with other Christians and with people who don't know Jesus, that these relationships would be so rich and be a part of the rising of the kingdom of God on campus. And ultimately, I pray that each of you would have just the clearest hope in God's faithfulness to walk with you in both your anxiety and your aspirations that regardless of how this world interprets what's happening around us, that you would see your participation in your ownership of the kingdom of God as this gift that allows you to rise with it and experience the resurrection power of Jesus. Can I pray for each of you as you go into this next season? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of the stories that we have heard. Stories and narratives remind us that you are present and alive in such unique ways of your people, in our suffering, in our struggle, in our anxiety, in our doubt, you are present. We thank you for the ways that you have shown up in each person's story. 
And we are also grateful for the ways that these have also been testimonies of how you are at work fighting broken systems and advocating for the marginalized and asking critical questions in this world. Holy Spirit, you are not absent from the university. You are present. I pray that every person here who is about to move into grad school would be an embodiment of your kingdom. Even if it feels hidden and invisible and it feels exhausting and tedious, would they be an embodiment of your kingdom in a unique and powerful way for the people you have sent them to impact? Would each person's kind of dreams and imaginations for what grad school would be like, would that just be unleashed in this time? That they would not be limited, that they would not feel so restricted, but that they would actually reflect who you are, God, in, in your infinite character, in your overwhelming compassion. Would our dreams for what grad school will be like, would they be more of a reflection of you than the fears that we hold? And so we just pray a blessing over each grad student here for all the places you are sending them in education, in music, in art, in policy in science. Lord, we are so grateful for each of the ways that you are going to reveal yourself to them, for the ways that each of them will contribute so much to their fields and to this world. Lord, would you be with them? Would you be present? We thank you so much. And we pray these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. All Shall Be Well is a podcast hosted by me, Anne Boyd, and is a production of InterVarsity's Women in the Academy and Professions. We acknowledge that the opinions of our guests may not necessarily represent the ministry, doctrine, or policies of InterVarsity. You can find more information about our podcast and the other cool things we're doing at thewell.intervarsity.org. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.